Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Can I Be Funny? I am JQ. Let's just get cracking straight away with Anastasia Rubachuk. Anastasia. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Uh, not so bad as you English people say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, so we met at Angel a couple of weeks ago. How did it go? Yes. And I thought um, I was really nervous because I was the only lady there. Yeah. Uh, among of uh, first uh, male comedians, the second point, British male comedians. And I always uh, appreciate British humor. So I was terrified. But it was quite all right. The audience liked me and other comedians liked me as well. And I'm always so embarrassed when people say that it's funny and uh, it's original. I just don't know what, what to do, what to say. <laughs> I look really ra- red and <laughs> ready to apologize because I could never <laughs> predict a, a, a reaction. And I understand people, they are surprised that uh, I'm surprised. But just understand me, it's another language. Yep. It's another culture. Yeah. And uh, apparently I wrote it not in London. I wrote it in Moscow. So it was Russian and you converted it to English? No, it was in English, but uh, ah. uh, I was writing it um, among other Russian people. Yeah. And I didn't have so much friends who can speak English ah. and on whom I contested. Yeah. So it's always, I don't know, a kind of surprise for me. I'm so sorry, but I'm testing it here <laughs> <laughs> on the real audience. <laughs> So let's go back to the start, mm-hmm. back to Russia. Uh-huh. What made you start doing your um, uh, comedy poetry? Uh, in fact, I'm, um, I like to poke fun at people by yep. uh, with writing funny poems about them since my childhood. Ah, so teachers, people at school. Yes, my classmates. My first poem was about my classmates. She was... Uh, uh, it seemed to me that she was really fat, and I um, wrote a poem ridiculing her. <gasps> yes, yes. <laughs> and no poetry, since that time, no poetry about uh, wonderful weather, about love and affection. No, it was just poking fun at everybody around me. Yeah. And I congratulated my friends with poems, and I wrote a lot of for uh, our school stage plays and university stage plays. Yeah. And uh, at some moment, my friends began to persuade me that I shouldn't just keep it uh, with them and with me. And I should just share these strange things with the world. Yeah. I was just, <laughs> who would need it? <laughs> <laughs> I am not a prof- professional, yeah. uh, I don't know, poet, because I had a boring job in the office. I did it quite successfully. What was the job? <clears throat> it was connected with English. <laughs> ah, good. <laughs> yes, because it's my second passion. I fell in love with English language probably at the same time when I began to write poems. Oh, okay. Seven years, I found a book which was originally written in English. When you were seven years old? Yes, yeah. I wrote, I read it in, in in Russian and I was like, oh my God, what's going on in their heads? <laughs> if they write things like this, I must teach their language in order to understand them better. <laughs> and I was obsessed. So I worked in uh, the localization industry. We did a lot of... Um, translations for companies like Microsoft, SAP, Siemens, marketing materials, translated them. And so um, I just, we have a show, it's like Britain Got Talents, but it's for comedy only. Yeah. It's for comedians. Yeah, this is what I wanted to talk to you about, because it sounds amazing. (laughs) Yes, it only (laughs) sounds amazing, because it's quite terrifying show, in fact. Um, There are three members of jury, each one of them has a big red button. It's like probably um, um, comedy. Um, you have such a club here when uh, if you are not funny, they yes, just the, um, make you go. The gong show. Gong show, yes. Yeah. But there it was more terrifying because we all were sta- standing on the stage and the stage uh, got higher. Every time uh, one of the jury presses this button, it got yeah. higher, higher, higher. And finally you fall down. <laughs> It's, it's and the, the most bonkers thing I've ever heard. And the whole country is watching you. <laughs> so unfunny, miserable, pathetic and falling down. <laughs> this is, uh, but it was the only show for comedians. Yeah. Apparently there were only men there. Ah. Mo- only men, are, mostly men are doing comedy in Russia. Yeah. And I went there and surprisingly for me, they chosen me uh, on these auditions. It was like 3000 people. 
in Moscow only because they take people from regions as well, but in Moscow and they chosen just free and I was one of them. Yeah. So this is how it started. I went to this stage and read two poems and I I remember that I um I don't know, I practiced them in front of the mirror at my room <laughs> for several times and then I performed. I never knew that it would be such a huge success. Yeah. Yes, from the very first time when they show me, people were, I don't know, they got really interested. I got hi high ratings ah. and uh, people began to watch my poems and to judge me whether it's appropriate for a woman to make such jokes so it's not appropriate. Some say that I'm a genius. Some say <laughs> that I must better die because I'm too vulgar. <laughs> Some say that uh, I can't be a woman because a woman can't write such funny poems. I'm a man or a man is writing for me. So it's like my co colleagues told me that it's a fame. <laughs> <laughs> if people write uh, write about you like this and so I took part in this show and then they invited me to another show which yep. was night show night comedy show more controversial uh, and so yes I worked there for some time but one day I came across the British videos of British comedians yeah. on the internet uh, Jimmy Carr yeah this is how it started uh, and I began to watch it and I just uh, I think that I was doing it for 10 days running, just watching British comedy. Really? Monty Python. It was the first time I... Ah. It, it sounds um, ridiculous, but I, um, I don't know. I discovered it for myself only yeah. two years ago. Yes, and I came across these videos and I was shocked uh, with the range of topics. Yeah? Yes, you're making jokes, black humor, about rapists about cancer about yeah. death you are not afraid to talk about such things and i was oh my god and the monty python who were not just uh, uh telling jokes and prose they were singing dancing and um, dressing up as women absolutely <laughs> they look so i don't know silly and yeah. uh, wise and funny at the same time yep and it's a very important thing about russian humor that uh, the comedian shouldn't look silly we're afraid to lose our face Really? Because that's the complete opposite over here. Uh, opposite. We're the fools. And they know. I think that all Russians, when they are watching a comedian, they are subconsciously asking this, uh, themselves, what a kind of social flaw is this joke ridiculing? What a comedian suggests in order to cope with this flaw? And uh, they are always trying to, trying to invent some philosophy underneath the punchline. <laughs> And yes, it's always um, too complicated. It yeah. must have an idea. You should be serious. And you always should suggest something how to change the world to the best. Really? Yes. And I've heard that British people, they judge each other based on the way they you speak. And Russians judge each other based on what comedy shows they watch. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we are like proper snobs. Yeah. Sometimes when you got acquainted with someone, if you say that I'm watching this, I don't know comedy battle and they're like oh my god and they even don't ask questions where did you study and from what family you are no it's understandable for them and they were hmm, okay really? <laughs> yes yes it's like this and he it was just like and and the range of topics is really narrow i think our society is not prepared to work i don't know with such um, topics like death cancer yeah. yes it upsets everybody talking about them, making jokes about <laughs> it. <laughs> Just the fact that they <laughs> take place doesn't upset, but discussing it upsets still. Yes, and so I was really shocked and I was just, oh my God, there are gods of humor. I must go there, I don't know, just to be in it. Just because I felt that I can teach, I don't know, learn a lot from you, yeah. from this attitude. And it's, uh, I think it's really important. Uh, again, I would be probably boring Russian and try to find some philosophy <laughs> because we can find philosophy even in Mr. Bean's <laughs> antics and grimaces. <laughs> right. We can philosophy write a doctoral on the subject, yeah. which has never been asked. <laughs> so, why do you think it is like that in Russia? Is it a thing that's just been beaten into people? To, to, is it self perpetuating? Maybe we think too much, I yeah. think. Yes. It's um, the thing that. Um, there's we no one really telling like you thinking. you have to do that from above. No, just uh, our state of mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I think so. Or probably, yes. And maybe um, it's, I don't know, 
uh, a trait of our humor. We call our humor laughter fruit tears. So it always tragic sarcasm. It's not black humor. It's tragic. Who's doing the crying? (laughs) Comedian or the audience? (laughs) Both, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and here it's uh, a little bit different. Though uh, we understand, we really like British humor, and we yes, we laugh a lot on your jokes about uh, I don't know dinosaurs with smoking pipes and uh, (laughs) squirrels with lipstick. All this real humor. We don't have it now. No? Yes, but I was really surprised that we used to have it in the Soviet Union. If you watch, for example, our Soviet Union cartoons, for example, yeah. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. it's all absolutely surreal. I just, I'm really surprised where our cartoon makers managed to find LSD in the Soviet Union in the 60s, <laughs> 70s, in order to, I don't know, to make such cartoons. <laughs> They're really psychedelic. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's not like this, unfortunately. No surreal humor. Yes, and I decided just, oh my God, I must at least try to write poems in English. And then I watched an interview of Jimmy Carr and Frankie Boyle. Yeah. And uh, uh, a lady asked one of them, or m- maybe both, what is about female humor in the United Kingdom? And Jimmy Carr told that... Uh, we do need a lot of female humor. Uh, there are not so many female com- comedians as we really need. So yeah. this door is open. And I was sitting like, oh, you told I'm the here, door. I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming, Jimmy, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so I find, found a teacher on Skype. He was British. Uh, had great has great sense of humor he was really skeptical when i told him my story and told him that i would try to write poems in english he was like <clears throat> okay <laughs> <laughs> and i said okay i know i understand that you are the best in it and i can't compete but at least i can learn something yeah. and to be in it it's worth it and um, i began to write and um, after I, I write my first verse in english he began to laugh and told me okay will work and so he told me about this edinburgh festival i didn't know about it and i began to write a show for the edinburgh festival yeah never perform performing before in english in england i was sitting in my flat in moscow writing writing this show and uh, checking it with my teachers and that is all and then i came to edinburgh and began to perform (laughs) <laughs> without even test testing it it was absolutely mad <laughs> <laughs> but i think you british people like mad- madness <laughs> yeah which which edinburgh festival was it uh it was last year edinburgh ah. festival so how long did you do what how long was your show it was for 45 minutes you never done anything in english for that long nothing you're mad <laughs> Thank you. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> so, and we, I'm sorry, we don't have, unfortunately, there are no festivals of such large scale in Russia no? at all. No such big art festivals. And I even didn't expect what it would be. Yeah. It's great, isn't it? It absolutely, I don't know. It's worth taking part, though it was really, really difficult. I even don't understand now what was more difficult to go with flyers <laughs> <laughs> to do this flying or perform every day. <laughs> so your so was your first time performing on that TV show? Uh, on uh, on Russian TV yeah. show, it was about three years ago. Ah, but was that the first? Did you go to little? Was is is there any little comedy clubs like we've got here in Russia? Unfortunately, no. No. Yes. So the first time you did it was Pro- on that television professionally show. yes on the television so i did it on stage uh, uh, at the university oh, okay. i did lots of uh, writing singing dancing and but it was like amateurish i think all the students do it and then it was a really huge break from yeah. everything and then yes i appeared on the stage it was um, as mad as uh, the edinburgh fringe <laughs> <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. In fact, I always wanted to be an actress. Ah, okay. Since my childhood. And I even considered this profession, but I was persuaded by everybody around me that I shouldn't do it. Why? I should cho- choose a boring, uh, serious profession. Unfortunately, there are not so many opportunities even to perform, to oh. find a job, to do something in Russia of yep. this kind. Yes, we don't have this culture of open mics at all. No. 
uh, because we don't have stand up. <laughs> now we're trying to do something, yeah. but it's like <laughs> in the very the very beginning of this culture. So there are no, and we don't have pubs. Ah, <laughs> uh, really? What? No bars or anything like that? We have bars, but they are not like pubs with uh, the atmosphere, with comedy. And yeah. here I see that comedy is the very important part of um, all your life. For example, it was really funny when I learned that you can you you have comedy on your wed- weddings. Yeah, it, it's strange for Russians. We oh, never during do. the speeches. Uh, during the speeches, yes. Yeah. But I came across the advertisements that comedians are needed for wedding for yeah. performing there, and I was like. Oh my God, we sing songs, we dance on the weddings. So yes, um, it was a little bit uh, difficult. Yeah. When you are like a comedian, you have to, I don't know, find these opportunities. That's why when I opened uh, your culture, I was, oh, this, this uh, everything here is for people to, I don't know, to give them chance to have a say, word of saying, oh, and I remember first time I saw it in action was in Hyde Park Corner. Oh, Speaker's Corner. I was so impressed. Yeah, that's that's. I've never been to Speaker's Corner, but you can go there and just stand on the box and just say anything you like. Uh, you can't do that in Russia. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Probably you can, but no one had this idea. Yeah. So what, what was it like when you you found out all of this stuff was here? Did it just make your head explode? Yes, it made my head explode. Yeah. But in positive, um, in positive, I don't know, meaning. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's great. Yeah. Yes. Is it? Is it because Russia does? Does Russia feel uh, repressed? Do, do they feel repressed themselves? And underneath, everyone really wants to do all this, or do they just not want to do it? Um, I I don't know. It's um, yes. It's question. It's a question which I'm asking to myself always. I don't think uh, we are repressed. Uh, in some case for example i worked for the television and i was never never censored yeah i just wrote what i want yeah so probably nobody told us that we may do it whether we are allowed (laughs) 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 it's possible yeah and uh, i think it's um again i'm a very very boring russian um, but uh, trying to find some philosophy underneath everything but i think that it's connected with the way you're mind is uh, organized so uh, i think that the whole philosophy of british nation is like this that you are always trying to find some original ways to express yourself Ah. because you are on this island with the changing weather alone with no neighbors for a very very long time and how it's really terrifying if you just think of it it's terrifying is it (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> and you in this fear alone and you need to find some ways not to go mad to stay strong to stay positive and uh, to stay original ah. without influence of others and when you find this ways, you find this ways not around you find this ways inside yourself ah, okay that's what you do and what makes other nations look at you and be attracted to you because all, all people are in london everybody wants to live in london to yep. be part in london because of this your opportunity always to find something really important inside yourself not just showing off not just proving anything to others yep. just find it and enjoy it and because you really have it you can take it share it and everybody likes you <laughs> i think so so what's russia's general view about or what do people in russia think about england you won't believe it but we adore england really yes we have all these films about sherlock holmes which we filmed in russian with russian actors really and our actors they were uh, your queen gave them, if I'm not mistaken, some awards yeah. for being the best Dr. Watson in history. Our Dr. Watson is the best Dr. Watson, what? if I'm not mistaken. That is terrible slur. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> <laughs> and we all are raised with um, this feeling that you all are gentlemen, that you are all um, handsome. All Russian women really like I'm, British I'm really men. sorry to disappoint you on both of those points. <laughs> 
I'm sorry about the, after being here. I'm not disappointed. I'm okay. encouraged. <laughs> Thrilled. So yes, we really like you. And uh, we can't understand why we are always baddies in all your movies. <laughs> yes. Always Russians. I think actually the last time Russians were the bad guys were probably maybe Goldeneye. Golden Age. Yeah, that, that's like the, I think that's the peak of Russians being the bad guys. <laughs> but I've heard um, one my friend who is Russian, but he lives in London. He told me a joke about Shakespeare, that uh, some I don't know Britain said that uh, I am surprised, but he was uh, r- really good despite the fact that everybody says that he is good. <laughs> and I was laughing at it. <laughs> so it's again, I think it's a part of your culture part of your state of mind that uh, you would never say it in a direct manner as yeah. Russians do. If we like someone, then we say it just, we like you, appreciate You would never do it. And so we should not expect it, uh, uh, the same affection from you uh, as uh, we have it. And w- w- so you would never say about Russians the things which I saying you about you yourself now in this um, way and but i was really really interested and intrigued with the british culture i read a lot uh, been there a lot try to understand and um, i don't know um, not to be british because i don't think that it's a, a normal thing just to be someone else yeah. who, are, who are not um, but i'm intrigued with the british culture yeah. i'm fascinated What's been the what's been the strangest thing you've come across so far? Strangest thing. I think every everything here is really weird. <laughs> Probably the thing which irritates me most is your tube. Really? We've got one of the best undergrounds in the world, haven't we? <laughs> who, who has said it to you? <laughs> I've never been on the Moscow one, so just imagine we have such an underground system where our trains arrive every 30 seconds without delays if there is a five or ten minutes delay all our social networks and google everywhere it's written massive huge delays people are shocked people don't know what to do (laughs) this does not happen in russia (laughs) (laughs) i wish it was like that oh yes uh, when I came here, I began to appreciate our tube system. Okay, <laughs> so we haven't. Britain's not all brilliant, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> but um, it's uh, not so bad because when you are late, some time you always can write a message and say that oh my god, there are huge delays on my li- yeah. line, and everybody <laughs> would believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so when when did you move over here? Move over, move over means when I came here. Yeah. Uh, on the 13th of April. 2016. Yes. Was it, is it a big, big thing to actually move from Russia to here? Um, uh, actually, I did not move here. I'm here just as a tourist. Oh. Yeah. So when yeah. do you have to go back? In the beginning of October. <laughs> really? So you've only got a few weeks left? Yes. Oh, <laughs> can you not extend it? Mm. Of a visa of my kind, no, no, no. but I can come next year, yeah, because I have a long visa. I like oh. love the United Kingdom, yeah, visit a lot. So, you got to go back for a cold Russian winter, it's not so cold to really? be honest. Yes, we don't have much snow in Moscow. Oh, last year, whenever I see it, well, in the films, it's always cold and <laughs> covered in snow, stereotypes, <laughs> <laughs> the same as bears and vodka. <laughs> So let's let's uh, move on to uh, <laughs> the London open mic scene, which you have been. You said your first gig was Party Piece. Yes. How? Give me your impressions of Party Piece and just open mics in general from a Russian point of view. Hmm. <clears throat> I again, I did not know what to expect because it was my first open mic. I never yeah. visited it before, uh, but. Uh, they did not like me, in fact. Didn't they? Yes. Is, did they not like you or just not understand? Um, that's a question. Because, in fact, um, it was uh, my... Um, they didn't... It was probably the only open mic where the audience did not like me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I um, when I went to the stage and I began to say my poems, uh, they were looking at me. I don't know, as if um, I'm something in between Carl Jung telling about the collective unconsciousness <laughs> <laughs> and Angelina Jolie offering them a pint, <laughs> something in between. Yeah. It was a mix mixture of shock, mental concentration, and uh, amazement. So yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Nobody expected it. And I was terrified myself, so I, I had the same question. What's going on? <laughs> it's funny. Why didn't you laugh? <laughs> and they were like really trying to uh, perceive what is that. Yeah. And I was trying to perceive what kind of mistake I made. Uh, but I uh, took some of my... British acquaintances and yeah. uh, they told me that they you should not give up because uh, they heard my poetry and they really like it but they told me that probably uh, people need some time because um, uh, no one expects to hear poems on no. open mics no. and uh, just give the audience the time to take a breath between did, the verses did the MC um, just say your name and introduce you yes so they didn't give any sort of no, uh, I think he was shocked himself yeah. <laughs> as well. Who, who was the MC for that one? I don't remember. It was a guy, if I'm not mistaken. He was doing a kind of modeling or something like this. I don't remember. Modeling? But he had these jokes about models, uh, gay jokes. I don't remember his okay. name, but it was about three months ago. But that time uh, I uh, came uh, to when I came home. I realized that I must do something because I want people to understand me, to hear um, my poems. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be the most hilarious comedian. Uh, I understand everything, but at least uh, they can listen to them and smile. Yeah. And so I uh, invented a character. First, I choose the, uh, I changed the dress. Right. <laughs> because I understand that it's an, an open mic. Uh, and uh, all comedians oh, were wearing up? jeans and yeah. t-shirt and probably I'm overdressed. What were you wearing for the first one? Uh, it was a really beautiful, lovely Vivienne Westwood dress, <laughs> to be honest. Slightly but, over the top, yeah. <laughs> yes, but it was okay probably for the nightclub or something else. But <laughs> there it was, uh, I realized that it was too much. And um, then I realized that probably I must uh, be more frank with the audience, not just make jokes, say a few words about yeah. me, why these poems are so embarrassing, that I'm yeah. embarrassed reading them as well, yeah. because all my poetry is about sex. And uh, probably it's too much when I'm in this dress and talking about sex, and people are just... <laughs> <laughs> can't understand, <laughs> can't think. <laughs> And uh, so I just uh, invented this, not invented, I just introduced this uh, Lincoln talk about me uh, yeah. writing about sex because I don't have sex. Right. And it's not because I want to make a statement about sexism or women's rights, so don't take this poem so seriously. No it's not high point. philosophy. No, nothing. I just, <laughs> just <laughs> want jokes. to get laid. <laughs> That's all I can think about. That's all I can talk about. And it's stand-up comedy. And everybody comes here to say, to talk about their worries. It's yeah. my only worry. So let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I begin to think that really it's funny thing because, um, for example, when people uh, don't have sex, they think of sex but when people don't have, have work they don't have dreams about working yeah they don't search for videos on youtube of other people working <laughs> hard quite, work yeah, yeah, like <laughs> working <yeah>. teams <laughs> <laughs> the boss is depositing a salary into your face <laughs> <laughs> and so i began to i thought that probably if i just share this my yeah. emotions not just poems just these thoughts probably this would help audience to become my friends yeah and so i introduced it and apparently it changed everything so it, it worked it, as soon it as began changed. to yeah. work only after it it began to work yeah. and uh, every time i appear and i begin to talk about these issues i really um, feel a little bit embarrassed because it's difficult to break the ice yeah uh, yes of course to talk find about a large hammer works sorry a large hammer a large hammer, what does it break? Mean? Break the ice. Ah, <laughs> yes. For the audience at home, that's a joke I've just written. <laughs> I'll cut that one out. So, yes, uh, 
probably from this point of view, I'm really grateful for to party peace. Yeah. Yes, because it was just uh, I understood lots of things. Yeah. I learned a lot. And uh, I read a, a lot about um, these situations on the internet when people write that if uh, my first open mic is, uh, were unsuccessful, then I would not proceed. My, I'd like to say to those people, don't be desperate. Even yeah. if it's your first open mic and people don't love, just think it off. Try to understand what's prevent them from yeah. laughing. So I didn't give up and now I'm really quite happy. Good. Probably I would go to party piece again <laughs> before I leave. <laughs> well, if you do it when I'm emceeing it, I think you'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, has anyone thought that you're a character act? Uh, nobody believes in it. <laughs> <laughs> there is someone who's doing uh, a character, a Russian oligarch character. Really? Yeah, she's really good. I can't remember her name, but I've seen her a couple of times. She did a show in Edinburgh. Mm. Yeah. A girl? Yeah. A Russian oligarch? Yeah. It's funny. Svetlana, the Russian oligarch, I think she's called. Oh. Very good. Interesting. No, I, in fact, I did not like um, these Russian jokes, for example, uh, come here and to joke about Russians. Because I think that one time you can make jokes about Russian, the next time you make jokes, and on the third time everybody is, okay, another yeah. Russian joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, <laughs> you're in London. I'm not sure I've heard any Russian jokes so far. Uh, jokes about Russians, I mean. Uh, jokes about Russian. I think that all oh, you all have these jokes about our cars. Yeah, we used to because larders. Larders. Yeah. What's how? Um, how do you keep your hands warm? Something about was it? How can you find spare parts for a larder? How? You must follow another larder <laughs> down the street. <laughs> how do you keep your hands warm when you're in a larder? I think it's you push when you push in the back window, the heated rear window. <laughs> I can't, I'm not doing it any just. My uncle had two larders. Wow. Right, back in the 80s. I can't believe it. He loved them. <laughs> <laughs> At least someone loves them. <laughs> but larders are good cars now. Mm, I don't know. I never had a larder. Oh, no, no. Larders now are owned by Volkswagen. Ah. Yeah, so larders are actually Volkswagens underneath. Probably, yes. We've Probably moved into the Top have. Gear section of the podcast. <laughs> 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 top Gear. Mm -hmm. So what? Um, so if we've got jokes about larders, what do Russians have jokes about for English things? About British scientists. Really? Yeah, lots of... It's a tremendous amount of jokes about British scientists. <laughs> okay, that's an odd um, thing to pick. Uh, let me remember. British scientists have ascertained that ugly women can destroy men's liver. No, you don't understand it. No. <laughs> I think there was something lost in the translation. <laughs> Maybe yes, but the fact is. Oh, hang on! Is it because they then start drinking? A lot of. Uh, okay, <laughs> right. I get yeah. But the thing is that um, um, British scientists make a lot of interesting discoveries. Yeah. But they uh, they sound as if they spend a huge uh, sum of money for nothing. Right. Uh, just to understand how um, the sandwich uh, would fall down and uh, I don't know oh, toast falling off the table yeah, yeah. something like this yeah. uh, really useless and yeah. really funny <laughs> and they work on it for many years yeah. and then they tell to the world uh, um, a lot of it with serious poker face and we <laughs> always make fun of their discoveries <laughs> <laughs> then we have these uh, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson jokes about eating oats uh, for breakfast, for dinner, uh, for lunch. Uh, about British gentlemen, lots of them. Uh, for example, um, uh, when uh, the ship is sinking yeah. and uh, uh, all people are in panic and there is a British gentleman standing and asking the captain um, uh, about the boats uh, um, uh, with the opportunity to smoke. 
<laughs> so it's like this <laughs> always um, staying calm and yep. uh, with sense of humor in absolutely mad situation <laughs> lots of jokes about it so what's been your um best experience so far over here apart from edinburgh uh i really enjoy every open mic yeah i really like it but uh i was um filmed on the bbc and mm. probably it was oh was it the um science uh, the, of laughter yeah the science of laughter was it did you actually get a speaking part in that or uh, was it just the laughing bit? Because I, I didn't. I remember seeing it. I said uh, they f they showed three phrases, but I said more than three <laughs> phrases. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it was um, regardless of uh, the time which uh, was shown uh, on the documentary. It was something really, really important because I worked for the Russian television and for I think for every person connected with the television the BBC are like gods from Olympus really yes and when I came to the studio I was just oh, oh, ready to kiss every stone <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll wash the floor make them coffee massage <laughs> I'll do anything yes and i really didn't know who would be the host of this show and then when it was jimmy carr and he was G it was jimmy carr and when they began to ask me what makes you laugh and i began to tell about first i said pets and then i said jimmy carr i like jimmy carr he's the best <laughs> and then he was the host i was oh my god did you get to talk to him sorry did you talk to him did you talk to Jimmy Carr? No, oh. no, unfortunately, I didn't see him. And I r really want to see his show. But there are no shows in oh. London now. They would be in November. So unbelievable. such a good, uh, I don't know. Probably it would prompt me to go back. For yeah. sure. So what are, how, what are you going to do when you get back to Russia? How are you going to carry on the comedy? That's the question. Mm. And I just asked it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I need to go back and to check. Maybe the situation has changed. Or maybe when I go back and tell about everything I saw here, it mm. would inspire someone to introduce some kind of this system in Moscow. You Are you going to do it? Uh, with a couple of oligarchs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I can. But I'm really inspired and I think that people must know I'm... Not sure that there are lots of comedians who can do such yeah. crazy things just uh, to take part here, to write in English, to perform. Yeah. And so I hope my experience would be useful. Yeah. Would you, um, when you go back, is it Moscow you live in? Yes. Would you go back and find a pub or a bar that's got a room and try and run your own night? Probably, yes. That's a good idea. Yeah, do it. <laughs> you, know you know how it works now over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe mm -hmm. just get four people. I mean, how many comedians are there over in Russia? Do you think? Is, is there's no open mic scene at all? No open no. mics at all. But do you do you know any open mic comedians as such? That so there's nothing. There are lots of people who are doing comedy um, uh, for themselves. Yeah. And uh, I think that they can be inspired just to try their material. Now there is only opportunity to go to the television. But television uh, wouldn't isn't able to take everybody, no. unfortunately. Yeah. So lots of people are just striving, and uh, it's even in Moscow. Not to talk about uh, other cities, when there are no chance. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, um, let's move on to your YouTube channel. Uh huh. <laughs> There's a lot of videos on there. Ninety percent of which I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I turned on the Russian translation and translated it to English. And I'm reading them going, I, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> there are some English videos as well. Not yeah, so yeah, many. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's, done, there's one where you were in a yellow dress and you was in, going to a bar somewhere and there's a guy following you. He had like long blonde hair. What was all that about? Uh -huh. <laughs> it was um, my uh, portfolio for one of my TV uh, ah. for the one of the programs yeah. uh, where I was filmed. They asked me to film a short video about myself, yeah. uh, the way I live and what's going on with me. And um, uh, one of the first poems which I read on television was um, called about, it was called 
striking situation. Again, about the fact that um, I am hot, I'm beautiful, I don't have sex because <laughs> men are too terrified to approach <laughs> me. That they think that um, they are too poor for such a vamp. And then I um, uh, told it to the audience that I'm so desperate, to be honest, that I'm ready to do it with a lame man. <laughs> <laughs> lame man, right? And then the host of the show began to pretend that he's a lame man. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and the jurors stood up and began to do it as well. Is that where it's in like a big TV studio and there's people, all of a sudden there's people that men, the, the guys are at a desk. Yes. And you're just standing there. Yeah, because I was watching that going, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. They're laughing, but I don't know. Yes, and then they began to pretend that they're all lame men, yeah. ready to help me. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, since that time, I'm associated with lame men. Everybody who meets me in real life, they make this lame joke, yeah. begin to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my leg's starting to hurt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and so this guy, he was uh, apparently this lame man following me in my real life oh i see yeah I get you because yeah. i promised right i get you <laughs> so who was that guy in real life uh he was my acquaintance uh, just a friend but yes yes just a friend but just he discovered friend. himself as an actor in this video <laughs> maybe he made his career in hollywood now i don't know i must check when i get back so, um, so when you get back to Russia, are you going to carry on writing in English or are you going to write poems in Russian and try and perform them somewhere? I would carry on writing in English. Yeah. I'm so inspired. And yeah. even here performing, I already have lots of ideas ah. how I can change something. Yeah. Um, and uh, I would like to write more songs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, here I performed with, uh, I had just like three songs. I made, made them for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival yeah. just to try how it would be yeah. to sing a comedy song. But I've seen that they work, that people really like them. Yeah. And this inspired me a lot to write more songs, like Monty Python style, not a proper song, because yeah. I... Silly songs. Si silly songs, yes. And I enjoy them, uh, singing them myself. So, in fact, um, this music for these songs was written by my singing teacher. She's Russian. Yeah. She doesn't know English at all. But she was watching Monty Python and laughing. And uh, we were... Just was the, the absurdity of it all. Absurdity. Yeah. Yes. And I told her about the whole idea. And she was like laughing with tears. It was yeah. so funny. Yes. And we both were inspired. And uh, at first she wanted to write proper songs, like normal with music. Yeah. She has this Philosophical idea. Philosophical yeah. idea. Then I told her, no, just silly <laughs> songs. Watch it. And she she wrote it and yep. here when people asking me who wrote the music because it's funny I don't know teacher mm. are you gonna put those videos on YouTube as well I hope so yeah mm -hmm. unfortunately there are not so many venues when they film performers uh, we could just do it yourself can't you I know you've got mm -hmm. a camera you can film yourself with uh, I can film myself with a phone but my fans yes yeah, on youtube they always complaining when i upload there some yeah. videos from my phone and i don't like it because there are lots of youtube channels when people upload videos from iphone and it's all right for users for mine it's not because <laughs> uh, i work in here any any because i do sketch videos as well i they have to be good quality otherwise i won't even bother doing them um so what's what's the long-term plan you're going to try and live over here full-time and do comedy full-time? I would be the happiest person on yeah. earth if I can be here, just to be here. Just to do this comedy, I don't know who I am. Yeah. I still don't know. I can't call myself a, a comedian. It's too strong a word for me. I can't. Really? I think, yes, I'm not too so funny in comparison with all of you. I'm just stealing poems from collective unconsciousness. <laughs> 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 it's much easier. Everyone yeah. can do it. <laughs> But I would be here. I like the city. I like the atmosphere. I like all opportunities. And the fact that London takes you the way you are and doesn't define whom you must be. Yeah. And just really what I wrote, people just listen, appreciate, give their opinion, mm -hmm. like, and just to be here. Yes. Would you ever do um, 
quote unquote normal stand up? No. No? Doesn't appeal to you at all? I don't think that I would manage. No? Uh uh-uh. uh. Just because you're funny on here, so surely really? you could just be on the stage, yeah. Probably, yes. But I'm so, I'm always impressed with the fact that people, for example, when I'm uh, on the tube, they begin to discuss something and the whole tube discusses the topic. And people, you are talking with stand up. You don't need to write it, you yeah. don't need to work on it. Yeah. It's the way of uh, communicating, the way of sharing your opinions. Yep. And the way of poking fun at the world, it's just a very natural thing to you. That's why I'm really sure that there is no such a thing as Russian stand-up. Because we don't talk like this. Yeah, because I know German stand-up's different because the way the language is constructed. They have to put the punchline at the start, is that right? Really? I think so, just the way it's the word you have to say the premise of what you're going to talk about before i don't i don't speak any german so this could be complete rubbish yes i think you're right i studied germans but german but i completely forgot it yes there if there are two parts of the sentence uh sometimes the second part has information more essential than the first Ah, so that yeah is russian constructed kind of the same way english is but just did a different alphabet no. Russian is absolutely mad. That's, is it? Yes, that's why <laughs> I really want to hear. I know some friends of mine who are British and they study Russian and I think like heroes, proper heroes. I thought I'd be really clever and Google what hello is in Russian and then say it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> there is a much uh, more awful word such as yisho. What's that? <laughs> more. More? <laughs> yisho. That's more in Russian. <laughs> yes. Let it say. What's that? Tse. What? Tse. Tse. Tse sound. Tse. Tse. What's what's hello in Russian then? Привет. Привет. Привет is Привет? okay. But there is no word order such a thing in Russian. You can put noun after verb. Really? Uh, in the very beginning, in the very end, you're always um, inventing your word order. The way you're speaking. And in, it influences the meaning of the sentence. Uh, it influences the emotion. Yeah. It, it's like, uh, I don't know, a kind of um, uh, thing which writers use. It's really hard. Yeah. It's very intuitive. There is no logic in Russian <laughs> sentence. <laughs> so when, when did you start learning English? Was it at school? Yes, it was in school. Ah, because we don't, we don't learn Russian at school. Really? No. <laughs> A shame. <laughs> we do French, German, Spanish, sometimes Italian. Yeah, they're the, they're the classic three. Because mm-hmm. we, we don't really have any interaction with Russians. Yes. We learn German, mm-hmm. uh, English, and very rarely French. Ah, bonjour. Bonjour. Ça va? Mm-hmm. Oui. But for me, it was always English. I was like, oh... And I really like British accent. I yep. don't like American. That's why. How you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's raping my ears. <laughs> I have nothing against Americans, but this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. That's quite a strong statement. <laughs> <laughs> we will cut it. <laughs> no, it's staying in. <laughs> so the poetry is fairly niche, isn't it? in terms of what people are doing, how far do you think you can take the poetry? Oh, it's a challenge for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, uh, in Russia, for example, poetry is considered as something elitist, something which really few people can grasp and understand. Yeah. A uh, very difficult thing. For example, uh, you would never see poems on prime time on television, except my poems. Yeah. <laughs> get that over here no, as well. Nobody would watch it. No? Mm-hmm. Of course, we have our great famous poets like Alexander Pushkin, Sergei Yesenin, whom we are proud and we like them, but they wrote like 100, 200, 300 years ago. Yeah. Now it's not so popular. And probably uh, what I'm doing, it's like I try, maybe not, not. I, I'm doing it without any purpose, but I am really surprised because um, a poetry, it's... Um, it influences your brain much more than spoken word because of the rhyme. Yeah, it makes you think as well, doesn't it? You like it's like hypnosis. Underlying philosophy. <laughs> yes. 
So why people don't use poetry on television? <laughs> it's like hypnosis for the audience. <laughs> They're all falling asleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, but I really like it. If I have this, um, I don't know, ability to write it uh, in two languages, that means that someone needs it. And I just yeah. must, must, must proceed and do it. Yeah. And poetry, it, it's songs. When I realized, yeah. thanks to Monty Python, I realized that it can be not only yeah. poems, it can be songs. I don't think I've ever written a poem. Sorry? I've never written a poem. Really? I know. Even when you were a pupil and you fall in love for the first time, you never wrote it. No. You must try. I must try. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we've come to the end. Oh. Oh, have you had fun? <laughs> I hope you do. I've had a lot of fun. Um, so, is there anything you want to promote before you go? Like mm. your YouTube channel, perhaps, or Twitter or something? Probably, yes, my YouTube channel and my fa Facebook. Mm, yes. I'll put the links on the web page so everyone can see it. Sorry? I'll put the links on the page so everyone can see oh, it. Oh, thank you so much because <laughs> I really would appreciate it here, <laughs> there, <laughs> everywhere in Moscow, <laughs> in London. I really like it. Uh, really, I'm very, very happy and really thankful. Yeah. Yes, for London, for British people, for emotions, for support, for encouragement. Yeah. All these nice words. I remember everybody who approached me. People yeah. here just approach you to tell you how good you are. Ah. That you should proceed. But that, they only do that if you are good, though. Um, no one will say you're good if they didn't think you were good. Really? Yeah. So it's not just the matter of being no. polite. If, if You obviously haven't had any bad gigs yet, then. Mm, party piece. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's, it's bad if you come off stage and no one looks you in the eye. Ah. Yeah. Wow. If everyone just goes like that when you're walking past, then you know it's been bad. Wow, interesting. I didn't know it. Thank you. I'll check today. Yeah. <laughs> Try to look in everybody's eyes. <laughs> right. Well, that's it for me. Goodbye. I love you. I <laughs> like you. Um, in Russian. In Russian. Я вас люблю. Спасибо большое. Do you know what it is? It sounded lovely. <laughs> Bye.